For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and BetOnline is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing, BetOnline is your number one source for your wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to BetOnline today and get in on the action. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, I am not the normal host today. Uh, Dylan is trick-or-treating with his kids. Uh, so you've got me again today. I, think I mean, you're, 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 kind of, you're kind of becoming the normal host. It's kind of becoming that way. And I'm, and I'm like, you know, listen, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts where the host switches around. And I'm the kind of guy, if it's not the podcast host I like, I kind of am like, uh, okay. So I, I feel like I have to apologize because I'm sure everybody loves having Dylan normally as their host because that's the normal. So, But you got me today um, and you got Alex. That's who you just heard. He is driving back to Lawton as we speak um, after a very disappointing game in sadness. sadness. Uh, so yeah, D- Alex, just besides sad, are you, how, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's uh, the uh, the atmosphere is quite apropos uh, to what happened on the court today. It's very gloomy. It's very rainy. It's just one of those, you know, just one of those days that you associate with sadness. And so, you know, kind of, you know, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. But it's kind of like that gift where he's looking out the window yep. and it's just raining. That's basically what it is today, especially after that performance on the court. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some. I think we have some connectivity issues, but that's probably going to happen when you're on the road. So we'll we'll bear through it. Um, the okay, I'll bow out then. Nope. Okay, all right, sounds good. Well, Bye, um, thank you for joining for a few minutes. Um, yeah, this was probably going to be a solo pod. Um, we we thought we could get Alex in here, but it, it looks like we're having some issues. Um, you're free to stick around if you want, but I, I it was. It's just kind of going in and out. Um, but yeah, so to to kind of recap what just happened, uh, bad game, bad game. We lost pretty badly, 128.95. Um, I'm, I'm here today. This is going to be a short video, um, 15 minutes at most. That's what I told, told everybody. Because 
there's not a lot of things to talk about. I think just I want to to for those of you who are maybe worried about some things that happened today, uh, talk you off the ledge, give you a couple of positive things, and for the negative things that happen, just put it into perspective. So so that's what we're gonna do. Um, so the final score was Nuggets 128, Thunder 95. Uh, we never had the lead. Um, we were down probably like nine to 12 points most of the first half. And then it's just sort of, um, as it does in Denver, avalanche pretty badly in the second half. Um, and the thing I want to start with is that uh, our main guy, our star, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, uh, quite literally, statistically speaking, had the worst performance of his uh thunder career he shot two of 16 seven points uh he did lead the team with assists seven assists but um obviously really bad basically made nothing um and like i said it was literally his worst performance in a th in a thunder uniform he's scored eight points three different times while in a thunder jersey all three of those times were when Chris Paul was still pretty much the guy leading the team at that point in his first season here, um, he in seven points is is the worst. He's never shot that bad. Uh, same for his shooting; he's never shot two of sixteen or anything that bad um, since he is putting up those types of shots. And I think that just points to the fact that yes, that was a bad game, but it is in all in all different ways that you look at it, it is the, it is an outlier. That's it's an outlier. It's not something that I think you should be worried about. I don't think I'm worried about it. I think it's just that the shots were not falling tonight um, and they were not falling early. And I think maybe it, it just affected him throughout the rest of the game. And so um, pretty bad, but again, I think context matters. It was not a great, game but it was also a game that we don't see very often it also unfortunately snapped his 37 game streak of 20 or more points um, again that just shows you his offensive consistency it's going to be there just wasn't there tonight um that was and so that was, our fault. That was, it was. Our fault. I, you know we we cursed it last podcast i was thinking about that yeah i i, I regret ever bringing it up but I had to. It was a it was a great stat in the moment. I didn't think it was gonna I didn't think it was gonna jinx it, but I did. So I want to apologize for that. I think that I'm gonna put myself to blame, and I uh, I'll do better moving forward. Um. So that was the one thing I wanted to talk about. Um. The other thing is uh, when when things sort of took off for the Nuggets, and um, it it, it blossomed into this thirty plus point lead. Uh. I think if you just look at the stats and you look at how they performed, you might think the Thunder defense was not playing well. And this is more of an opinion. I don't have like hard stats to back this up yet, but I thought they played pretty well defensively. I thought they were aggressive. They were cutting off passing lanes and disrupting them pretty often. Uh, and I think what it really boiled down to is that the Nuggets could not miss. Um, I, I took a little mental note of when the starting lineups kind of went out of the game for good. It was around like the eight minute mark in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I looked at their shooting splits in the second half and, and they had missed seven field goals the entire, the entire second half. Um, they were four of eight um, from behind the arc and inside the arc, they are 15 of 18. They weren't missing anything. Um, 
And it was, again, not because we were leaving them wide open. There were a couple wide open shots. There's going to be with a good offensive team like the Nuggets. But I thought we were closing out well. I thought we were doing rotations well. It was just they had more talent than we did. We, we just couldn't the, counterbalance yeah. anything um, that, that um, Denver did. You know, we yeah. couldn't score on the other end. They were, you know, they were, you know, whenever you look at the game, it was basically they were, you know, they were putting up six or seven points to every point that we put up. You know, it was just, especially in the second half. Um, so, right. so, yeah, it was, it was, Couldn't match. the defense was there, was there, the offense definitely was not. And when your 30 point scoring uh, superstar only gets seven points, it's going to make it for a rough night on that end of the floor. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Shea's, Shea's performance was an outlier and that, that factored into what Denver did offensively. It's just, you're not going to win and you're definitely not going to make it a close game. Um, but yeah, the, the offense of for Denver, like everybody short score, excuse me, scored well. Uh, obviously, Jokic got his buckets. He was 12 of 16. He, I mean, Chet did all he could. I thought defensively, we did a good job scheming for him. We were kind of helping out a lot. There was multiple guys down there in the paint when they threw it in into either him or Gordon or whoever else. Um, but it was just, it, he, he's just too good. He's the best player in the NBA. He went 12 for 16. Uh, Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr. was awesome. Uh, it's a freaking cheat code for them. He's so good. And, and it's so unfair. I, I mean, I probably thought this a million times when I watched them, especially last season, but it's so unfair that they got him at the draft pick they did because he was injured. And with, with what they already had in a superstar, the fact that they have him too, and he fits their offense perfectly. It's just, it's unfair. So uh, he was a great um, four of seven from behind the arc. That was probably one of the more devastating parts of his game today was because he had so many transition baskets like that. It just, it was a killer mentally. Um, uh, Peyton Watson, by the way, just unbelievable game from him. Eight of 11 off the bench. Um, Thunder, le Thunder legend, Peyton Watson. Thunder we, legend, Peyton Watson. They got him with our pick. So for a moment, we had him for like the briefest of moments. Um, actually, technically, no, I guess, because we had already traded that pick. I think his, uh, his draft picture, I think his draft picture is with a Thunder hat on. Oh, I thought we traded that pick before draft night. I guess, I guess not. I'm remembering that wrong. But yeah. Um, Payne Watson with, I guess you could call it a revenge game. Eight of 11 off the bench, 17 points. Um, Christian Braun also played really well for them off the bench. Um, it just kind of shows that they're still a deep team. They they don't have Bruce Brown anymore. They don't have Jeff Green anymore, but they're still a deep team. They have the exact same starting lineup as they did when they won the title. So it's obviously a, a good team. And so they're they're three and zero start the season as they should be. Um, as I mentioned on Twitter, uh, the eighty three and zero season for the Thunder is dead. It's now eighty two and one. That's the next goal, um, and we will we will hope to do that against the Pistons tomorrow. Um, so hopefully in about 24 hours from now, uh, we are or not 20, a little more than 24 hours. We're going to be singing a different tune. Um, and yeah, I, I, like I said, this is going to be short. Um, I do want to mention on a positive note now that we've kind of mentioned, got the, the negative stuff out of the way. I do want to mention a couple of guys for us that I thought did play well. Um, Chet was obviously great offensively. I think he started off very strong um with uh with a three with some couple good a couple of good drives 
his only three pointer he made, unfortunately, was the one at the very beginning. But he was still in probably the most consistent player for us offensively tonight when the other guys were not. Um, so a, a really solid outing from Chet. And then the other guy I do want to mention, uh, this is a this is a thing that everyone should be kind of now focusing on because it's a stat that I love. Kaysen Wallace is uh, two for three now in games where he doesn't miss a field goal. Um, he was perfect game one. And now today in game three, he he didn't miss a shot again. Three for three, one of one from behind the line. Um, but besides just the shooting, I thought he was really impactful defensively. He uh, he had a really good block on a Jamal Murray uh, step back jumper. And then also a couple of good stops uh, for for um, I don't remember who it was, but a couple of people driving um, at the rim. So I thought I thought Kaysen was really, really good. Um, he's continuing to show that he can consistently be a high production for this team. Uh, so I just want to shout out those two guys. Um, Jalen Williams also had a pretty efficient night. Um, he was aggressive physically. Um, so a couple of of key positive takeaways from tonight in what was otherwise a pretty uh bad game so i think that's it for me i don't know if alex is still there um like i said we have some connectivity issues um alex Hi, if you can, are there you did you have me? any yes i i just couldn't tell your screen was off but can you so all right if you had anything else that wanted to share uh so I just, I just want to say that that these first 10 games are going to be very clunky uh because offensively i think we have to integrate Chet and Chet's going to be such a big part of that offense. And I think you're seeing that a little bit with Shea, with J-Dub, especially with Giddy. Um, I think the offense is going to be a little bit clunky here these first couple games as we kind of get into a groove and kind of learn how to use Chet and how to integrate him into this offense. So that's, I think that's what you saw a lot of tonight is that, that clunkiness. Yeah. Yeah. He, Chet is definitely a guy who wants to get his own basket. Um, I mean, we've seen that since preseason um, when he gets the ball. I mean, he doesn't, he's not, I wouldn't say a selfish player, but he definitely is on the, in the spectrum of like, he, he will want to get his own basket um, more often than not. And I think we saw that tonight, which worked, but then, yeah, like you said, it can, it can be tough for everybody else to sort of integrate into that. And that requires a little bit of, uh, work for both the other guys and chat. So and I, um, I just got, I got one more thing to say. Yeah. So what you see out there with Denver, you know, guys that are currently in their prime, Jokic, Murray, um, Aaron Gordon, uh, MPJ guys that, you know, have grown with the team for five plus years. That's what the thunder wants to achieve. So don't think that the thunder are at that point. Currently they're not. They're at the point where Denver was a couple years ago when they lost in the first round a couple times. Um, so, you know, I want Thunder fans to kind of realize that that's what we're trying to work towards. And it's going to take some time. It's going to take a couple seasons, um, but we're well on our way to doing that. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to finish with, because I think I think we got a little greedy with our expectations after that Cleveland game. Um like I said, I mean, we're obviously being sarcastic, but like 83 and 0 was the goal. But I think we were we were sort of thinking we're we're one of those teams. Like we're we're a top team because of how well we played um game one and then at the end of game two against Cleveland. And so this was definitely a dose of reality. 
to uh, remember that we are not at the finish line. Denver is at the finish line. They've already won one. They're, I, I think they can win multiple. Um, so, I, I mean, they're obviously already there and we are not. But we're on our way there, like Alex said. Uh, we're on our way. We've got the pieces, but we're very young and we're not in our prime. Um, Shay is kind of in his prime, but early in his prime. Everybody else is very young. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it was a tough game to watch. I think, to be honest, I don't know how well this podcast is going to do number-wise. I don't know how many Thunder fans out there are going to want to listen to something after a 30-plus point blowout. But if you are listening, thank you. We appreciate it. And we'll be back tomorrow after a win. I promise you that. I'm going to make that promise right now uh, because we're back in OKC playing the Pistons. Um Definitely not the same caliber team as the Nuggets. So definitely a potential for a, a bounce back after not the best uh, result today. That uh, that Durin Holmgren matchup is going to be fun, though. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good matchups for Chet this year. Um, I mean, Jokic was an interesting one, but yeah, like. We have a lot of we have a lot of fun matchups down the road for for Chet and tomorrow is one of them. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, like I said, short podcast, so we're going to end it there. Um, we'll have we'll have better. I, I, I'm going to hope we have better news and better results uh, about 24 hours from now. But again, if you tuned in today, thank you. Um, if you can, please leave us a five star review. Uh, our goal is to do a podcast every game, and we did one today, even though we lost pretty badly. So um, we're going to try to stick to that plan as best as we can. Um, of course, everyone has things to do, like families, lives, et cetera. So, um, but we're sticking strong through through three games, and we're going to keep going. Um, and uh, I think that's it. If you have uh, a Twitter, follow us at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, we, we try to post highlights every game. Even on bad games, we post highlights and we have good good stuff over there. Um, also, check out the Twitter for the tickets for our meetup January 13th. It is uh, almost two months away now, um, so it's coming up fast. Um, and I think that's about it. Alex, do you have anything else before we sign off? Keep hope alive, baby. Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. 82 and 1. 82 and 1. That's the new goal. All right. Well, thank you all for listening again. Um, I always forget what Dylan says. I know one of them is hoop when you can. Um, hoop when thank you, you can. for listening. And as is that always. It? Oh, that's it. I thought there was I thought there was something else after that. I, I keep thinking there's a second thing. Anyway, all right. Hoop when you can. And as always, Thunder, Thunder up. up. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.